Hi, this is Ben Zorns of Ellerslie Mission Society. This message by Pastor Eric Ludy entitled The End Sign is an excerpt from our Advanced Leadership Training Commissioning Service. Each of the graduating students shared a testimony of their time here at Ellerslie. And Eric concluded with this short but rousing commission to bear the standard of our king well and to plant it upon every high hill of the land. Please, we'd love for you to contact us at www.ellersley.com. Now here's Eric Ludy. We're at a student church. Uh, it's a little different than a normal church. Uh, we celebrate what's going on in the lives of these students. And so every once in a while we have something like this. And I hope you've been as edified from it as we are, those that are a part of Ellerslie, it is so rich to see these testimonies, uh, to see these men and women feel strongly about things, about the gospel. I'm going to make this quick. You guys have been sitting a long time. We might as well finish with a massive exclamation point because you need to realize this is the last Sunday for some of these students. We do this right. The end sign. What in the world's that? Uh, an advanced student's graduation certificate. We don't call it a certificate, even though it's hard to know what else to call it. It's an end sign. It's called the end sign of Ellerslie. And we hand it to these graduates, and we say, you are now a standard bearer for what we represent here. We have confidence. We've observed your life for a year. You have been run through the fire. And you came out the other side more pure. We're not finished by any means. Any of us, if Ellerslie were to convince someone that they were finished, we have failed. We've just begun. But now we know the secret to go in the distance. And that's Jesus. So the inside of Ellerslie is basically, it's like handing them a flag. They can go anywhere in the world. And they can say, you see this? This means I represent what they represent. They've authorized me to represent their name. That's a big thing for us to do, to hand over that ensign, to hand over that flag, that standard. Because where that standard goes, what if they live a false life? What if they undermine and then everyone blames it on Ellerslie? Welcome to the decision of Jesus Christ, who has handed us the ensign. Why did he do that? That's what we're going to talk about. The ensign of the people. It's actually a name of Jesus Christ in the book of Isaiah. And in the day there will be a root of Jesse. Jesse, who's the father of David. David, who is the, the generational line in the, in the genealogical line of Jesus, which shall stand for an ensign of the people. To it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. An ensign. Just in case you're having trouble pronouncing it, I I'm provided a little pronunciation guide for you. It's something that is four definitions here. You're going to see. This is really neat. Four definitions. It's something lifted up. A standard or a signal. It's a banner, the flag of a military band, such as was set on a high mountain, showing the fighting men where to assemble, the rallying point. It's a symbol of conquered territory. You come blitzing into a territory, remove the enemy, what do you do? You stick your flag on that high mountain. This belongs to a new master. So it's a symbol of conquered territory. And in the same hand, it is a symbol of newly claimed land. 
So it depends on which side you're on of if you're excited about that end sign. It's a sign of destruction and terror to the enemy. But it's a sign of victory and triumph to the army of the conqueror. You guys starting to feel a little Jesus in this? Okay, let's go through the first one. Remember I said there's four definitions? Something lifted up, a standard or a signal. Something lifted up, a standard or a signal. Jesus, the heroic intercessor. He was lifted up. He's the Nehushtan, the accursed of God. The Hebrew culture lays the foundation for this. A few weeks ago, I gave a message called Manly Almighty Grace. It was about this. It was about the one that is lifted up, that becomes the curse of God, the wrath of God, literally satisfied in it. This was Jesus. Death, while hung up on a pole or a tree to the Hebrew, was a death that carried with it the highest degree of disrepute, indignity and reproach that can attach to a man, the foulest stench of degradation, for it denoted both the carrying of the just penalty for sin and the unmitigated exposure to scandal, shame, and infamy. Those that beheld the hanging man recognized his pitiful and disgraceful state, for he was lifted into a strata of unsurpassed contempt between heaven and earth, thusly declaring that he, was, he has been abandoned of both, and he was heretofore unworthy of either. He's been abandoned of heaven, abandoned of earth. He's cursed, and he hangs in between the two. And that was Jesus. Now, let's go back to the beginning here. I said, Jesus, the heroic intercessor. That's not as negative sounding as the curse of God. You see, he took upon himself something that was meant for us. And I want you to realize, an ensign is one who stands in the gap. It's one who is willing to face the most horrible difficulties to supply life for others. And Jesus did something that you and I can't do and are not called to do. He became the accursed of God and he bore the sins of the world. Praise God for our Jesus. However, I want you to realize God is building you into a picture of himself in this world. And he asks you to follow. You won't follow to carry the sins of the world, but you will follow to become an intercessor and to be spilled out for the dying on this earth. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. 2 Corinthians 5, For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Second definition of an ensign was a banner set up on a high mountain showing the fighting men where to assemble. Where do we go? What are we following? We're ready to fight. You know, not only was Calvary a hill, But I want you to realize, when Mike was reading that scripture from Revelation, it says, on a great and high mountain, the temple of God in Ezekiel, oftentimes known as the heavenly temple, it's on a high mountain. And on top of that mountain is the temple of God. It's measured out in its perfection. Who is that temple? That's Jesus. Jesus is the ensign. And he rallies the nations. All of us are stirred and we say, where do we go? Where do we fight? What am I supposed to do in this world? And then we look up to the high mountain and we see the ensign. We see the ensign of the people. A banner set up on a high mountain showing the fighting men where to assemble. We assemble at his feet. He's our commander. He's our ensign. He's our banner. Jesus 
is this rallying point. The signal on the hill. Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. He's the rallying point. This he said, signifying what death he should die. Number three, an ensign is a symbol of conquered territory. Jesus, he's the sign of defeat to the conquered host. His shed blood, I tell you what, you want to learn how to get a swagger to your spiritual life? You know, a slave is set free with manumission papers. That's literally the the papers, the legal binding papers of an owner of a slave that signs away the ownership of that slave and sets him free. And that slave carries around his manumission papers with him to denote, I am free. I know I look as a slave, but I am free. We have manumission papers. It's known as the blood of Jesus Christ. And we hold them up before the enemy as an ensign. And we say, you no longer have power over me. We set down the standard of God on our hill. And we say, this territory was purchased by the blood of Jesus. And the enemy no longer has right to this mountain. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of devil, the, the, the devil. Get into Christ. When you're in Christ, you have the armor on and you can now stand against the wiles of the devil. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. They loved not their lives unto the death. They overcame and they will overcome by the blood of the lamb. You have an ensign. It's Jesus. He is the ensign of the people. He is the banner. He is the signal on the hill that we rally to. And he is the mark of authority, the statement of victory planted on the hill of God saying that enemy is defeated. This territory now belongs to a new conqueror. And finally, it's the symbol of newly claimed land. You are not your own. You've been bought with a price. And that price was what took place on that hill. That's the blood of Jesus. See, this cross is very significant in the Christian life. It is everything to us. It is the ensign. It is the statement that literally we hold up in this world saying, Our God has done it. He has made all things new. Jesus is the symbol of victory to the army of God. You see, another way we could say that is the cross is the symbol of victory. But Jesus enunciates more than just the cross. See, the gospel is more than just the cross. You see, if he is still just left in the cross and he's, you know, condemned to death for our sin. See, there's more to it than that. And that is that he rose from the dead. He rose victorious, you see. He dealt with our old life. He dealt with our old behavior. He dealt with the flesh and the old man at the cross. That's good news. But then, death could not hold him in the grave. Just like the whale or the fish in Jonah. It spewed him out. Took the junk out of Jonah and spit back the prophet. The prophet of God lives And the newness of life that he gained is the same newness of life that we have. This is the banner we uphold. Not just the newly claimed life or the conquered life. 
But the life of Jesus now can rule and reign in us, through us, to change this world. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. High mountain, who sits there? Jesus. And where are you? You've rallied. You've rallied to his feet. You are in him, seated in the same place he is. How that works is astounding. As I, I said to Hudson the other day when we were talking about the gospel, I said, you get in a plane and it's headed to Taiwan, where do, where do you go? Well, you go to Taiwan. What if it's going to Australia? Well, you go to Australia. What if it's going to L.A.? You go to L.A. What if it's going to the right hand of the Father? You go to the right hand of the Father. Get in the plane! Rally to the ensign! Let that be your standard! Let him stick it on the high hill of your life! And make it a declaration! To the nations, you are purchased with that blood. And that curse that was upon him set you free and was your salvation. But he wasn't sentenced to just to the grave. He rose again. This territory belongs to Jesus Christ. So when we talk about an ensign, it's a lot more than just a sheet of paper that comes from Ellerslie. That's just an ensign of Ellerslie. We're talking about the ensign of the people. Jesus Christ. And he has handed us this standard. And he says, would you please be my standard bearer in this generation? Proclaim the good news that they may know. See, there's reasons why we smile here at Ellerslie a lot. We have good news in tow. This isn't just the information that Jesus is covering all our blemishes. Thank God he does. But this is good news that he can change us on the inside. So that we no longer need to live just a blemished life. We can begin to showcase his nature. We can make decisions that resemble his decisions. We can have thoughts that suddenly are pure and beautiful and upright and of good report. We can suddenly showcase him, the ensign of the people. And there can be hope once again in this earth that the God Jehovah lives. He has done the work and he has made all things new. Lord Jesus, thank you. How we say thank you properly is is the hard part. But Lord Jesus, the only way we know to here is to give you what you purchased. You asked for our lives, and so we say it's our reasonable act of service and worship to give our bodies to you, to give our futures to you. Lord, none of us wants to say goodbye, but we're here on a mission. We're here for a short period of time. We don't have time to wallow in self-pity and all the challenges that we may face. We have an opportunity to represent the king of all kings and to be standard bearers for the most high God. And we say, we are in. Select us, Lord Jesus. Look nowhere else. If we are willing, please call us, choose us. May we be the men and women that you say, you. Our answer is, yes, Lord, send us for the glory, the fame, and the renown of King Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this message by Pastor Eric Ludi. 
pastor at the Church of Ellerslie in Windsor, Colorado. Please feel free to make copies of this message, but do not charge for these copies or alter their content in any way without express written permission. If you have any questions, comments, or just need more information about Ellerslie, please visit our website at www.ellerslie.com. Again, that website is www.ellerslie.com. For Ellerslie Mission Society, this is Ben Zorns, cheering you on as Christ cultivates His set-apart life within you.